Hey there, hi there, ho there. I'm gonna move my stapler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. It's time for a single second. I'll start with mine real quick because I don't really have any single second. Taylor, I mean, I'll add in on Taylor's because I think, I don't know, I think we both had the same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, mine, you know, the news kind of been a little down this week. Um, not much has been happening other than like, Viruses being spread, mm-hmm. tornadoes swooping around. Wash those hands, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, all I'm gonna say is, I found out. I think it was either yesterday or the day before. My favorite video game of all time, The Last of Us, is going to be made into an HBO series. And you know, when it's an HBO series, it always starts out good. How does it end? I don't know because we all saw Game of Thrones. Or if you didn't, you know how that. You, Everybody knows that everybody hated the last season of Game of Thrones. You know? Sure. I mean, you never seen it, but at least you heard all the, the hoopla. I think when people just talked about Game of Thrones, I was just kind of like... Taylor um, lives under a rock. She is the human equivalent of Patrick Starr. That show just doesn't... I haven't even seen it. It just doesn't do anything for me. Well, anyways, that's all I have. I do know about The Last of Us, though. Mm-hmm. I do know some of the tea with that. Yeah. I think I've talked about it before because the sequel's coming out in May, which I'm so excited for. Back when I used to listen to Coffee with Rachel, R.I.P., they would talk about The Last of Us all the bloody time. And I did not know what it was. Bloody. All the bloody time, love. And I was like, that sounds cool. I never looked into it, but it's... So fun. I just have to say, I've played it way too many times. Mm -hmm. Um, The story, it's one of those games where, you know, it has a story to it. I'm not one of those people that, you know, Fortnite doesn't do it for me. Never has, never will. But, you know, Last of Us has an emotional, you know, feel to it. It's got a good story. It's also fun to play. You know, if you're into video games out there, you know... Why, why not take a look into it? You can probably get for like 10 bucks at a, a GameStop. If it's not Nintendogs or Imagine Teacher, uh, I don't want it. <laughs> Shall we move on? Uh, yeah, so my seamless second, you know, Tennessee is figuratively and literally in a state of emergency. Mm-hmm. Number one, we got coronavirus up in Williamson County. Mm-hmm. These rich folks out here traveling and bringing it back. That's what I'm saying. Here, I don't know... They haven't really released any details on the person. I mean, rightfully so. That person should not be, you know, uh, revealed to the public. Mm-hmm. Because people, you know, send some hate. Um, you know, they travel from Boston to Nashville. Where they got the disease or the illness. Wh- whatever it is, virus. On, I don't think it would be on the plane. Because that means somebody else would have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been. Kind of been. We don't know. I don't know. But the news broke ye- not yesterday, Thursday. I will say though, um, I did find out I think I did find out Thursday, but that's because I live in Tennessee. Um nobody has talked about it because usually mm-hmm. you'll see like North Carolina um breaks the news that their first coronavirus patient is here. 
Nothing about Tennessee. I think Tennessee is the forgotten state. <laughs> I, I, I swear it is. I mean, we're right alongside Vermont, Delaware, New Hampshire. I mean, for being the country music state, we're being forgotten about they over said, here. said, kill those Southern, kill them dead. <laughs> if it ain't the tornadoes, it's the corona. They made us vote for Joe Biden. I understand. <laughs> Of course they're gonna they're gonna forget about us. We have to vote for Joe Biden here. I understand that um, you know some people they have to travel for work and whatnot, mm. and it's like out of their control. I feel like it's twenty twenty. We can go digital these days. But mm. It's truly an epidemic. But that's just me. What is really killing me are these people that are traveling just for fun and like getting sick and coming to work and coming to school and whatever. Because there are a lot of kids, you know, doing their little study abroad this semester. And my school, they're sending out emails talking about they're choosing to stay. They're choosing to stay. And people are like, I'm going to buy an Italy plane ticket because the ch- flights are cheap. Okay. Here, that uh, I agree with that. Well, not that. But, like, what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Your commentary on it. There are so many TikToks. I st- okay, guys. Coronavirus. It's not funny. Let's just, let's just put it out there. It is not funny. Um, I do think people are blowing it more out of proportion. Because there are a lot of recoveries that people are forgetting about. However, it is dangerous. It's still dangerous. It's dangerous. Um, everybody on TikTok, y'all should slow your roll. People are saying that, um, you know, everybody's freaking out. You saying, like, don't go to Italy and all these other places. And then they say millennials, though, buying plane tickets to Italy because the uh, prices have dropped. Or, like, crowded venues in general. Like, people going to Disney World or whatever. I know. Some people say, like, oh, when I get the flu, I'm just going to go rest in bed. Coronavirus victims, we're going to Disney World. It's like the Super Bowl up to this joint. <laughs> and then, here, like, on that, there's this girl that I have class with. So, she's got spring break plans. And I get it. Like, you buy them tickets in advance. I understand, honey. She going to New York. I would not be. I said, baby, be careful. I said, if you're sick, please do not come in here. I have a compromised immune system. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I'll get time off from school. And I'm like. I do know they're testing. Here's the thing. They're testing people in airports, especially up there. If you got the coronavirus, they are not letting you on that plane. Now is not the time to be one to travel in a confined space. Yeah. Like, no, ma'am. No, sir. No, non-binary. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh uh-uh. Be safe. Wash those hands. Stay away from the sick people. And if you are the sick people, baby, stay at home. Get better, but do not come near us. Uh, I'm, like, not trying to be dramatic, but that irritates me. It's, like, people that send their kids to school when they're sick, and I'm, like... People are still like that in college. I'm, like, keep your freaking kids at home. Yeah. Like, there are so many people, like, the flu is going around my college campus, which that, and like, I treat that as any type of virus. That's disgusting. I don't want the flu. Because, you know, the flu is deadlier than the mm-hmm. coronavirus, if you think about it. But I don't want that. I don't want that. You know, um, people coming in here with bronchitis, and I know bronchitis, not specifically, you know, contagious, but, you know, once you're, if you're hacking up those germs, that can be spread. I know, and people are, like, coughing a lot, and they're covering their mouths. I'm like, did y'all, were, not, were y'all not required to take health class? College campuses are disgusting. They're, they're so, so nasty. gross. And some people, and I get it, that, like, maybe this is the college um, education system. People feel as though they can't miss a class because their grades will go down when they're sick. But these people will be missing classes because they're hungover. Mm-hmm. I'll agree on that. Some professors make it hard to, like, miss class. 
but I swear, if y'all got, like, the flu or something, please do not come. And then there's professors who come, and they're, like, debate, they're, like, I debated on whether or not staying. I'm, like, if you have to debate, please do not come. Exactly. If you're thinking about it, just clock out. Yeah. And then, on the other emergency notice, earlier this week, our beautiful home state of Tennessee hit by several tornadoes. And not to, like, have my claim to fame for a moment, but several passed through my county. We should be news anchors. Good evening. <laughs> well, well, tonight's <laughs> news. What are we talking about? Tornadoes. It's not funny, but it's just funny. <laughs> and Wilson County. Three mm-hmm. people died. Putnam. Baby. We feel you. We're, we're giving y'all some representation because nobody else will. And then the only county that people seem to care about, Davidson. We get it. Nashville's in Davidson. We the get it. It, it. it is horrible. We'll say it. it. I, bought, I bought my I Believe in Nashville shirt. Mm-hmm. I contributed. You know, I feel it. I have a Nashville poster in my room. I've had it there for three years. You know, Nashville. We have a whole episode dedicated mm-hmm. to our beautiful home state and Nashville specifically love it but what I have a problem with is people acting like it was only Nashville that was affected guys it was not only Nashville no and I'm over here spreading the news at my college you know not in Tennessee and people are not that aware of it and I'm like you know the this place and this place and this place got hit people so many people's like houses got destroyed like, local businesses destroyed. And this is just my county. This isn't even Nashville. And this isn't also, like, I don't know the scale for tornadoes that well. But this isn't your little skinny tornado. Mm-mm. No, this is your big mama jamba. You know, we go on miles. Tornado. Weren't there, like, 12? I mean, there were a lot. Yeah, it was crazy. And usually here in the great state of Tennessee, we don't really get too concerned about tornadoes it's like they happen but they're never this close in the midstate yeah and they're never also like this they don't do this much damage they've done damage before i mean right Mm -hmm. across from us you know the great Mm -hmm. school we are across from the great community college haven yes has been hit in 2006 um you know a city that i passed through just to get here was hit Many years ago, I do not remember what year, but it was hit. The church, the big, 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 big church, it got hit. It, you know, was blown away. And this is the second time tornadoes have happened. I think, I swear I saw this on the news. This is the second time tornadoes have happened on Super Tuesday. And then I go to class the same day that the tornado hit. So many roads are closed because literally, like, power lines are in the streets. Like, Poles, trees, everything ripped out of the ground. So cops are having to, like, you know, redirect traffic. And I get to class late. It's whatever. I have a presentation that day. And I'm debating, should I go to school? Blah, 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 blah. Because it's hard to get here. I'm already late. But then later in the week, my professor's like, who voted? And I'm like, baby. When I say that was the last thing I was worried about. Yeah. And she, I said, you know, I didn't vote because of the tornadoes. And she was like, oh, my God, do you know anyone who was hurt in Nashville? I like how she's, <laughs> I find it funny how she says, do you know anybody, rather than asking, were you affected when you just said, like, oh, I didn't vote because of the tornado. She's like, well, did you know anybody? Like, wh- how is that the first question that comes out of her mouth? I did have a professor that I've had in the past reach out because he lives in the same county. And he was like, you good? Your family all good? And I was like, yeah. And then I asked him the same. Um. And, you know, other people checked in. But the way she said that kind of, like, irritated me a little bit. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. 
and I said, you know, I'm from Blank County, and this lady was like, oh, in North Carolina? And I'm like, no, baby, here! Just for reference, guys, if you don't know, Nashville and her county are very far from North Carolina. Exactly. To drive every single day. Yeah, and they're all clustered together. Like, the the county, they all touch each other. And she, I, I don't know. And, like, everyone in, I'll say where my school is at, Rutherford County. They out here, they didn't give a crap because they got nothing. And I'm rolling up to school late and this girl's like, you coming? And I'm like... That's what I'm saying, because I, I told you this earlier before the podcast. I find it rid- ridiculous that the school didn't at least, like, take maybe a few days. Because even though the school wasn't hit itself, there are probably, like, numerous students who are affected by it. And faculty. And faculty, yeah. Like, here, here's the deal with college, right? These elementary schools, they get out if someone coughs the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, the there's a few elementary schools in my county. They got closed for the whole week before the tornado even happened because of, like, I think flu or whatever. And then they got closed for a whole week because of the tornado. So that's mm-hmm. two weeks in a row. And I think they're about to go into spring break. So that's almost like a full month out. Yeah. I mean, there are many elementary schools. That the, the, the colleges. Yeah. There is a university in my hometown. Yeah. They closed for a day. Mm-hmm. Just because the power was out. And Cookville, wow. who got the crap kicked out of it by this tornado, they closed for a day. Yeah. Because I know this community college, they didn't get out, but they opened up later because of the power outage. But, like, they didn't even get hit, so why didn't the university, like... You would think the university would mm-hmm. have closed longer. And there are many, like, you even said many people are still without power. Mm-hmm. My One of my good friends, they're going to be out out of power for like I think two weeks Mm -hmm. which is a long time horrible and like she's lucky because she has you know family that she can stay with during that time but not everybody has that some people's houses are like gone yeah some people are left without homes I saw a video where somebody said that a bunch of people were at the farmer's market that's where they were staying like the day after I don't know What's happening now? I'm sure the homeless shelters in Nashville are stocking up right now. I know, like, a few of the churches have, like, taken people in, like, where I live. But my whole thing is, like, Tennessee is not just Nashville. hmm And it's been a really, really messed up week. And that's on Hotshell Ray, who didn't tweet about it. Oh, my God. But we did. We tweeted two links where you can contribute if you want to donate. One, you can buy... I believe in Nashville shirt, any type of shirt on this website. Can't remember the website's name, but all proceeds. I don't know if this is still going on. I but think it was the day of. I'm not sure if it's still going on. I did buy one. Yeah. Well, if you want to just believe in Nashville, you can still buy a shirt. Um, and there's also, um, I also cannot remember the name of the, hold on. I will look it up because I want to get this right. I know in my hometown they're taking donations because one of the university's baseball coaches lost his house, and they started a GoFundMe for that. Yeah, you can... Okay, so we put up a link to... um, It's the Middle Tennessee Emergency Response Fund. And you can just go and donate. The Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. You can go donate 
you know, 25, 50, 100 other. Minimum has to be $5. Honestly, anything helps. Mm-hmm. And then, like, because, you know, we out here trying to do more than, like, thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. Think about the volunteer state. Mm-hmm. They stay lending a helping hand to one 8 4 7 3 We out here volunteering. Literally. And then, let me just check this one more time. All y'all little celebrities that call Nashville home. Carrie Underwood? Did Taylor Swift say anything? Ooh! I don't know. Dolly Parton made a video. She's not even from Nashville. And I love Dolly. She's from Sevierville, y'all. She ain't mm-hmm. even out here. She in East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then let me just say this. Hot Shell Ray. Y'all all remember it's been a really, really messed up week. Seven days of torture. Seven days of bitter. My girlfriend went and cheated on me. So they're back in, in action. And their Twitter bio, three boys from Nashville. Didn't even Nothing. Say. Radio silence. And they're on tour right now. And they have a stop in Nashville. I'm like. Wow. That's embarrassing. That's what LA will do to you. Mm-hmm. I will say, we have to move on because mm-hmm. we're probably gonna have a long episode. Yeah. So um, let's move on. So this week, it is March. So you know we gotta bring back the March Madness. March Madness. But of course, we don't like sports. We don't know what the heck is going on with all yeah, these sports. Absolutely not. So we decided um, we're going to compare and put these wackiest scenes of Nickelodeon and Disney shows Mm -hmm. against each other see who was the wackiest of them all. Exactly. And I guess we're gonna also find out which channel is the wackiest of them all. Which channel gets the wacky trophy? I do have a prediction for who it will be. I have a prediction too. But you know, who's to say this early on in the literal game? Um, but if you haven't listened to the other madness episodes feel free to check them out Mm -hmm. we have one on dcoms Mm -hmm. which i think is literally just called disney march madness and it's part there's two parts oh yeah because uh that was our first one we didn't really (laughs) she was thick yeah and then the second one we didn't do in march unfortunately uh audacious april Mm -hmm. we put our own episodes against each other it was a good i like that episode i thought about listening to it last night but i was kind of tired so maybe i'll listen to it today But let's get started. So each of us um, had four Disney and Nickelodeon shows, and we picked two scenes from each show, Mm -hmm. and we're going to, you know, they're going to battle. They're going to battle it out. So for a total of 32 32 episodes, we had a little um, malfunction, a little problem before. Every time we do one of these, something's wrong with the numbers, Yep. Mm -hmm. but that's okay. Um, so on the left hand side we got our Disney shows and on the right hand side we got our Nick 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 mm-hmm. Nick Nick Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, and so we're not doing like Nick at night. Uh-huh, we're not gonna do like we also didn't do any animated shows because I considered doing SpongeBob. I considered doing Impossible. However, those shows anyways are wacky just for being animated. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And with with like uh, okay, so I did Wizards of Waverly Place. I kind of picked ones where it wasn't like too obvious. It was wacky because it's wizards. There's magic. Mm-hmm. There's a little magic going on here, but you know, not too much. I because you know, up, there's like vampires and werewolves and everything. <laughs> I looked up the popular episodes for stuff because some of these I just couldn't remember, or there was just too much to choose from. Because once you get into like Dan Schneider territory, can't speak. Everything's wacky. Yeah. 
So should we get started? Which side do you want to start on? Let, Nick or Disney? Let's do Disney. Okay. Okay, so I guess I'll go... Wait. Oh, that's mine. Yeah, those are yours. You... Okay, so up top we have Sweet Life. So we had to combine on deck and on uh, hotel <laughs> because uh, I don't know. I didn't want to devote two whole categories yeah. to those two shows. Um, you know, Katie's a deck stand, which I don't support, but okay. Okay, I will say on on hotel. On hotel is better, but I still appreciate on deck. On deck was Okay, let's just move on. All right. So, the first episode comes from On Hotel, and this is the one where our boy Cody competes in that beauty pageant for that money for that dirt bike or whatever. He plays Tyresha, but in a strange twist of events, one of our Nick Queens is in it, Victoria Justice. Yeah. She's been in everything. Mm-hmm. So, he's out here dressing in drag, looking like Taylor Swift competing to get that money and then he pulls out last minute because he's like you know what i can't do this my girl vicky she's trying to use that money for charity and animals Mm. and stuff and i'm just trying to buy a motorbike and zach's like out the way home skillet i'm about to win this for us he's great skateboarding shredding wig falls off the charade is over and then number two sweet life on deck so i do not remember this show i was gonna do that musical one where like woody and zach are singing on the stairs Mm -hmm. but i girl i did not know so i chose what's the episode called seven seas news so that's all about news and i'm a journalism major so they're all on deck and they're having these news shows and it is not feministic. Wow. Debbie Ryan, she's out here fighting for the women's pay gap. And then our boy Zach's like, yeah, boys make that money. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was wacky because by today's standards, oh. that would be canceled with yeah. capital C. Um, I was, yeah. I mean, Disney, Disney's been falling behind on standards for a while now. They're mm-hmm. still falling behind. Do we want to go ahead and just like pick a winner for this I know my choice I mean I know mine too it's beauty pageant BP beauty pageant of course I like how both shows did use drag in them we have Cody and then his lover in the future Debbie oh my gosh (laughs) what's her Uh, name on the show Bailey Bailey. we all know Bailey was a horse girl and not the the horse girl movie she Mm -hmm. was in she was a horse girl, which is why I believe her beliefs were back and forth. She was a big and rich horse girl. Because let's be honest, she would have been homophobic if the show went that far. Mm-hmm. From Kansas. Kansas. Um, okay, your next one. My next one is Austin and Allie. So this was in my later Disney years, so I really did not remember the show. But our first one is all about our girl Allie's journal slash songbook. So, I remember when the show first started, every single scene was like, don't look at my journal! Don't look at it! And then, there was one time where our boy Austin, a.k.a. Rosalind, this was not when he was in his prime, let me tell you. I mean, you. I had a little crush on him in that time, but then again, I had a little crush on Zac Efron in that time, and we all look back on Zac Efron, and you know. I thought he was cute then. But Ross, as a brunette, God's gift. Impeccable. Just adequate and um 
yeah, so he's reading it and he finds out Allie's got a little crush. Okay. Can I just say Austin is not a very good friend. For uh-uh. She he knew she was insecure. And you know, the whole premise of the show, she's very shy, but she's a good songwriter. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just thought like, oh, she doesn't write like too personal stuff in here. This is just her songwriting book. But, he but finds still. Out. Yeah. And he thinks the crush is on him, but it's actually on Dallas, aka Noah Centenay, who who works at the cell phone shack. Your second one. Oh my god, this one makes me sad. Okay, so this <laughs> is Trish. Trish is Allie's best friend, played by the Rainy Rodriguez. And that queen, she is getting shamed at school because she's out here. I think she's like in a play or something in this episode. The episode is called Beauties and Bullies. And that queen is getting bullied online. Everyone's like, You're ugly. Ugh. And then she goes to school, and everyone's like, ha ha, Trish is ugly. Ha ha This is horrible. I know. And then her friends are like, don't talk to my friend like that, which is unrealistic. We all know if you were getting bullied, your friends would just stand there being like. But then later on, they'd just be like, don't listen to them. Like, don't listen to them. But in public, they wouldn't say a dang thing. And then she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> and she goes and cries. And then at the end of the episode, she confronts the girl who's being mean. And the girl's like, I'm just jealous of you. Which I thought was wacky, because we all know people are just mean to be mean. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember... I mean, I remember the whole journal aspect. I feel like the journal one is just, like, the whole plot point. (laughs) I think Austin, he puts on self-tanner and, like, all this stuff, because she's like, he's so tan, and he's so this and that and whatever. That's unfortunate with his blonde hair. Oh, no! But, um... (laughs) The bullied one, even though I haven't... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Even though I haven't seen it, I feel like that's just, like, superior. Oh, me too. You want to go with bullied? I think bullied. Because, like, whenever I see a bullying scene in a show, even if it's sad, there's just something about it that's so wacky and unrealistic for the whole school to join in. And now that girl would get canceled. I mean, let's think about 13 Reasons Why when... Everybody was saying that Hannah Baker had a great butt. <laughs> that whole thing was just And whack. she said, let me slice it up, mate. Let me kill myself. Start the flames, bruv. And I said, ooh. I am not commenting on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's your next one, Raven? That's so Raven. Okay, so the first one, a lot of you may not remember because it was in season two. But it was when Raven's school, there was a rumor going around that an undercover talent agent would be attending the school and everyone was trying to perform so they could be famous. It was basically like Star Search, if anyone remembers that. Does anyone remember that? I remember. Okay. And they're all, it's the musical number and it's the one where like Annalise Vanderpool is dancing in the hallway. Oh my gosh. She's wearing that like leotard thing and she's like, in the hallway, the hallway. Mm-hmm. And then Raven is like standing on the cafeteria table and Eddie is doing like high school musical. Okay. It's a great episode. And then we have the Halloween episode, which was one of my favorites from childhood. It's called Don't Have a Cow, mm-hmm. which Chelsea don't because she's a vegetarian. And that queen, so they wanted to have the best, coolest costumes at the Halloween party. And they said, my grandma has this trunk of tarot cards and magic. Magic. And they become cows. Now, I do remember the Halloween episode. 
Are we picking the Halloween episode? I'm picking the Halloween. Okay, yeah, I remember the Halloween. This is going good so far. When are we going to start disagreeing? I'm alone in the hallways, as always. I think I should be casted for Star Search. Yes, you should. I'll bring it back. Okay. And then the last one from my little duo is Girl Meets World. A short-lived series. <laughs> so the first one is the Bay Window episode. Girl. This episode had me flipping the heck out. So our girl Riley, she's a rich New York City girl. And she has a bay window. And one day she wakes up and she's like, I'm not a kid anymore. Not a girl yet. Not a woman. And she's like, I gotta redecorate my whole room. But she has this weird sentimental attachment to the bay window. Because that's where her and Maya have all their conversations. And she's like, what am I gonna do now? That I'm moody and different. And then she sees, like, her younger self and Maya's younger self, and they're sitting next to each other on the bay window. It's crazy. Okay. I've never... I've only seen one episode of the show, so I don't know what's going on. I might take an intermission and show you that scene, because it's okay. ridiculous. And then Riley Town. So this one... This still doesn't make sense to me to this day. So she's getting bullied. Do I know by who? No. Uh, and then that boy Lucas finds out, and he's like, I'll kill him. I'll beat him up. I freaking kill him. And Riley's like, it's you, Maya. You're the bully. And I'm like, what? I'm sitting there like, who? What? Maya is the other, mm-hmm. her best. Can you explain? Like Thunder, like, lightning. Am I not getting it? Like, Girl, I don't get it either. Okay. Like, that's the problem. Um, You know, I'll just... Pick Riley Town for the wackiness of it all. But honestly, I'm probably going to go with whatever you go with because honestly, I've never, I don't know what's going on. I think we need to take an intermission so you can okay. see the scenes. <laughs> so Katie just watched the clips from both. And <laughs> I'm not stupid. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. The Bay Window one, cringy. I could not even finish it. I told her, turn it off. I can't finish it. <laughs> the Riley Town one, I have no idea what's going on. Girl, me neither. So I think what happened is she's getting bullied Riley and she's projecting it onto Maya because her and Maya are in a conflict but she's actually getting bullied by somebody it makes no sense and then in the bay window one Riley's like redecorating her room and they're sitting in the window like they're not gonna forget about us are they like they're sitting with their younger selves across from their older selves (laughs) it's weird Okay, so Bay Window, I feel like that was just wacky, the scene itself. But Riley Town, the whole plot was just wacky because it didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go based off what you're good. Like, I'm going to go Riley Town because I feel like it made no yeah, sense. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's why it irritates me because I loved Boy Meets World, right? Loved it. Have the box set. But Girl Meets World makes zero sense. Go, everybody go watch the Riley Town episode and see if you can figure it out and tweet us. Because I watched this series a while ago. And even when I was actually watching it then, I didn't understand what was going on. The the show is just cringy. It's so cringy. I can't deal with it. This is cringy because Riley is so like, the world revolves around me. But then like in Boy Meets World, it's not like that. Mm -hmm. Like they be hitting on some heavy stuff in there. Like yeah. that alcoholism. <laughs> it's Katie's turn. Okay, so we're going to start with Good Luck Charlie. Uh, the pilot episode. This is iconic. Iconic, I tell you. So, um, in this episode, you know, um, Amy, she's going back to work. She's like, I don't know if I should go back to work, even with the new baby. But, you know, Bob. And 
Teddy and all the other kids are like, just go, go be a nurse and go save lives. Um, Dr. Derek Shepard. <laughs> Seattle Grace Mercy West needs you, Amy Duncan. Now, everything's a little chaotic. So Bob, he's holding Charlie, the little baby, and he slips on a rubber ducky and he falls on the stairs and throws Charlie in the air and it's slow motion. Teddy and her boyfriend, can't remember his name. Spencer. Spencer. They watch in slow-mo. They're like, Charlie gets thrown in the air. Bob breaks his butt down the stairs, catches Charlie, but he must go to the hospital, and PJ must take him. But PJ and, and Bob, they don't want Amy to know. So PJ impersonates an Indian doctor and somehow gets away with it. There we go. That's the first one. Okay, the second one. Charlie gets arrested. She accidentally steals sunglasses from a superstore. I think that's what they actually called it. A superstore. But the manager wasn't having it. He thought, you know, it's he, she's a suspect. So, Charlie, the little baby, gets, gets arrested. Which one shall we pick? I'm going with Bob's butt. Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Bob's butt. Bob's butt. It's wacky. It's like Bob's burgers, but not. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have our dyslexic queen and uh, moody teenager. Did it just smell like fries for a second? That's what I was thinking. It <laughs> smells like fries. It just, I swear the air like wafted out. I swear, I haven't had fries in here. <laughs> I'm like, where is this coming from? I'm skinny these days, so I can never. Is there a fry in my air conditioner? You know, we are near a McDonald's. Yeah. Maybe they, they just got a new batch. Maybe. Okay, shake it up. Um, you know, I could have picked the dyslexic episode, but I did not. <laughs> That's so insensitive. <laughs> oh, I'm being insensitive. Listen, <laughs> bullying is different. Girl, did you hear what you said about hair maker earlier? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> uh, 13 reasons I would die for that show. I mean it. Uh, but Hannah, girl, baby. We all know. There are bigger problems in the world. Mm. There are people dying, Kim. Okay. 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 The meatball episode. So basically, you know, the whole premise of the show is that the girls get on a dance show. Well, they're ready to open their new bank accounts. They get credit cards. Oh, yeah. But they actually spend it all. But they don't think they spend it all. So they go to the Olive Pit. The Olive Garden, you know? Oh, God bless. And, um... They they spend a lot of money, but Did they, they do learn. Did they the tour of Italy? I don't know. Maybe, but they learn. You know, we spend a lot of money. We go, we don't have money to pay for this. And she overhears a waitress saying, um, "You know, the, we have the heart attack. You can eat a ten pound meatball on top of pasta in one hour, and your entire table will be free." So Cece, our girl Bella Thorne, says, "You know, Rocky." Rocky Road. <laughs> Rocky Road. Um, she's going to eat the 10-pound meatball even though she's vegetarian. I swear. That's the oh. whole, Because Rocky was like, I'm vegetarian. She's like, not today, you're not. Because <laughs> Cece was like, I'm not doing it. I also learned throughout um, research of the show that Cece was an awful person. Just saying. Um, I'm surprised you didn't pick the episode where, like, they pretend that they're older. What? You know, maybe I... We'll, we'll find it later. Okay. Anyways, so they didn't finish the meatball. That's it. I don't think they did. Could you finish a 10-pound meatball? I could not. Um, 
And then the second was the game show. So basically they think like, oh, our careers have plateaued. We need to get on a game show. Meanwhile, Cece, she keeps forgetting about her little brother Flynn. And Flynn's not having it. So he gets on the game show as a contestant. Every time he gets an answer wrong, you know, the girls have to go through this horrible punishment. And he purposely does that to get back at Cece. And the punishments include uh, getting toothbrushes out of a sumo wrestler's armpit and brushing their teeth with it, getting feet in their face, um, you know, going in garbage, swimming in garbage. I remember that episode. Yeah, um, and then getting chowder spit on them. Is that kind of like Silent Library, but Disney Channel? Maybe. Does anyone remember Silent Library? I, I know what you're talking about. That was a good show. Mm -hmm. Which one should we pick? I have to go. Even though the game show has so many elements. It's, I just feel like Meatball. It's gotta go with Meatball. Just the fact that Cece was an awful, awful person. Imagine if that happened. And if maybe, like, Rocky was a casual vegetarian. Oh, she was not, apparently. Oh, Queen would not eat it if she was not casual. Apparently, they were desperate. Um, couldn't they just call somebody and just, like, a parent? Mama, Papa. Mm-hmm. Money. Um, and then we have Wizards of Waverly Place, which we're just gonna call Wizards, because that's a tongue twister. So we have an episode where Shakira comes out of nowhere. She walks into the sub shop, and she's like, hey, so my, um, my tour bus broke down with the Harlem Globetrotters, um, and the only way to get it back and, uh, up and running is that you sing a duet with me. I remember that song. Yeah. Can I sing it? Huh? Not the homecoming kind. So, Grand and <laughs> So Alex, our girl Selena Gomez, and Shakira are singing this song. And then, you know, Shakira turns into to their Uncle Kelbo. And that's it. it the song's Gypsy, by the way. Mm -hmm. I'm a gypsy. Are you coming with me? <laughs> um, And then... One of my favorite episodes. I could have done the 10-minute sale, but, you know, this one was just wackier. I thought you were going to do 10-minute. But this one... Ooh, girl. So, Alex has this little pocket elf in her little purse thing, and it bites her. And it's obsessed with chocolate. So, then mm. she becomes what they call a chocoholic. You know, she's an alcoholic, but it's chocolate. And let me tell you... When this scene made me want to have chocolate so much as a kid. Like, they had these little chocolate cup things that looked so good. And I wanted one so bad. Oh, and I would eat it. I was re-watching this episode and I was like, I want that. Um, and, you know, she's sliding down some chocolate slides. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember her outfit that she was wearing. Yeah, Because I thought it looked kind of weird. She had those riding boots to hide her wand. Um, Selena mm -hmm. Gomez and the wand boot trend. Yep. Honestly... A classic. Mm -hmm. I have to go chocolate. Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> We're putting foods against each other and bullying against each other. <laughs> I feel like the chocolate one, at first I was getting that confused with like the tea party episode. Oh yeah, that one was weird too. Because they were like flying on that chandelier. Like, see ya. <laughs> I'm gonna swing, baby. Okay, and then we have Hannah Montana. We have the bra episode, which... <laughs> it's the episode where she's sleepwalking, but it's... I don't think people sleepwalk this way. I mean, I sleepwalk and sleep talk, but I don't think this is how it works. So, basically, she's so exhausted to where she just randomly falls asleep. <laughs> and she's like, 
wakes up. She's like, I have to tell, tell dad the truth. And I still don't know what the truth was. But um, she's so exhausted that she unzips her hoodie one day and sees her bra is outside of her shirt. Um, and that's the episode. <laughs> and then we have... Was the truth that she didn't like one of the songs that he wrote? I feel like that was the truth. It might have been. Maybe. This one, I actually don't remember this episode, but I cannot think of anything else. Okay. Um, this, she's accepting an award from Nashville, some country music award. She's on this, like, little... You know how at award shows, the, um, if they don't, like, show up, they have this little video that says, like, hey, thanks for the award. Well, this is how it goes. And apparently, Lily and Miley were having a little conflict. And for some reason, Lily has her arms, like, where her arms should be. And she keeps, like, slapping her and messing with her throughout the whole thing. yeah. It was about the Z phone, I think. Maybe. I also don't remember. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. She was at the CMAs. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't call the CMAs, but, you know. The DMAs. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I don't think Hannah Montana was country. I'm just saying. She was Mm -hmm. not country. She was definitely a pop star. Mm -hmm. I'm going with the bra scene. Me too. Is How realistic is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to hold it like this. The bottom. Okay, so up top we got Drake and Josh. Everyone's favorite. Mm-hmm. So we have the foam finger episode. So this is when we find out the true origin of Drake Bell. Or no. Drake Parker and Josh Nichols. I was like, what are their last names in this show? And basically, we all thought that they met when Drake's mom married Josh's dad. No, ma'am. They met at a Padres game. Nope. Josh wanted the foam finger, but Drake Drake. got it. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get the line, oh, I ain't calling you a truther. Iconic. Mm -hmm. You calling me a liar? But Megan is actually the one who stole the finger. Let's do let's do our best Josh impressions with Megan. Let's see. I don't think I can do it. Megan. <laughs> There's this like very Megan and not Megan. Mm-hmm. So it was like Megan. Megan. Like it was Megan. like that. Megan. <laughs> I can see his face. He's like looking straight at the camera. It's just like Megan. And then the head is just like uh, and then the other one is the Treehouse episode. Don't need to explain Everybody this. knows the Treehouse episodes. You know, Drake accidentally do- doesn't cut a door in the Treehouse. They get stuck. They can't go on the date with the twins. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to build it after they blow up some kid's Treehouse with, like, a rocket launcher. Yeah, and of course, Megan. Megan. She ain't doing nothing. Megan. But I yeah. thought the foam finger was wacky because I think about that a lot. Did you know someone before you thought? You know what I mean? That's so weird, though. I think about that often. Yeah. Did we know each other before? I don't think we did. <laughs> but like, Could you imagine if we did? What if we were just, like, at the same event at the same time? See, I think about that, because I'm like, there's a good chance, you know? Especially people, like, you find out later, they're like, oh, I used to live here. And I, I wonder... If I knew them. Or someone's like, oh, yeah, I used to work at this place. And I'm like, I wonder if I ever went through their checkout line or something. But it's obviously Treehouse. Is it? This one I would debate. Really? I just think, I love television episodes where it's told from multiple perspectives. It's Mm. a guilty pleasure. 
I'm going with treehouse just because, I mean, the idea of getting stuck in a treehouse, not build, building a door. Both are iconic. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll go with treehouse. Okay. Sometimes I'm just too tired to fight. Oh, we're fighting? Well, next one we disagree on, you know, you can, you can pick. Okay. And then this one is iCarly. We have I Spy on a Mean Teacher. So this is the episode where Carly, Sam, and Freddie sneak into Mrs. Briggs' house. I don't remember why they were sneaking in, but they're in that closet with Randy Jackson and all the Randy Jackson paraphernalia. Yeah, this is a weird episode. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is Psycho. I Psycho, <laughs> where Carly, Sam, and Freddie... You know, they're trying to do a good deed. They're going to go visit, like, one of their biggest fans, Nora, for her birthday party because no one showed up. But that queen is crazy. And she traps them in the house, and Gibby's little brother has to come mm-hmm. to the rescue. I mean, both of these are just so weird. I Carly in general. Mm-hmm. just such a weird show. I don't know. I feel like I Psycho is crazy. But also, like... The Randy Maybe? Jackson thing? It was weird. And I remember, like, sometime, like, maybe last year or two years ago, people on Twitter just started noticing, like, how weird that was. And just saying, like, do y'all remember the show, the episode where there was a Randy Jackson, like, like what was all that, that about? I think the Randy one has to take it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what? And also, how realistic is it that you're going to sneak into your teacher's house? I did not know where, like, literally any of my teachers lived. I knew where, like, a few of them lived just because I lived near them. That's not creepy. <laughs> Katie said, ooh, she said, maybe I've seen a Kenny Chesney closet. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, and then we have, what is that? Ned's oh, Declassified. Ned's Declassified. So this one I have to read a little bit. So, you know, Nancy Classified was all about sharing those tips. Why am I crossing my arms like this? We don't know. Um, well, look at what look at what I'm doing. <laughs> Why are we both crossing our arms? <laughs> I could go like this, but I'm not. Okay, so the one of them's about crushes, you know. Those And the tips that we're given are sometimes they're way out of your league, but try anyway. It's okay if they say no. Get to know them first, then ask them out. Be yourself and go talk to him slash her. If your crush doesn't like you, remember, you could still be friends. Oh, please. Uh Uh-uh. If you're going to talk to your crush, don't make up lies about yourself. Be sure that your crush likes you before you ask them out. That's contradictory. It's okay for a girl to ask a boy out. Be nice to them. (laughs) I like to just be mean to people I like, which isn't even a lie. It's kind of true. And then the other one is Project Partners. This one goes out to Katie. It's about choosing the perfect partner. Yeah. So you have smart do all the work and get an A, but now but now he'll think you're his best friend and cling to you like a lost puppy. Oh, that is hurtful. Reliable friends. Share the work evenly and maybe have a few laughs along the way. <laughs> Total haughty. Never happened to me. We'll make you do all the work, but you can stare at them all day. Or it's all about teamwork. So remember when it comes to product partnership, it's all about teamwork. Mm. And that's on Katie's professor. Thank you. It's all about teamwork. It's all about teamwork. So which one, which one of those do you think is the wackiest? I have no idea. <laughs> I know in the partner one, Mosley, who is played by Lindsay Shaw, she is partnered with like Seth, the hot basketball guy, which he wasn't really that cute. And then um, 
Cookie, I think, is with Billy Loomer, who's, like, the, the bully. And then in the crush one, you know, Cookie was in love with Lisa Zemo, a.k.a. Walking Dead Queen. Mm-hmm. And Ned was in love with Susie Crabgrass. These are a lot of names being thrown around. I do not remember this show as well. I think the wackiest... Which advice do you think is just the most problematic? The crushes one. Agree. I mean, come on. Because I'm like, ew. It's like, ooh. I could be married to someone like, and not tell them that I like them. It's like you said, like a lot of it contradicts itself. I know, it's like, make sure they like you first. But if they don't, it's okay. <laughs> Alright, last and certainly not least, Zoe 101. Ooh, 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 ooh. We have the quarantine episode. So this is when our science queen, Quinn Pinsky, she is releasing some type of gas or whatever in the school of vacuum weights. But Zoe and the gang, they're stuck in the dorm because, you know, they've been breathing in those particles. Mm-hmm. So they're all acting wacky and woo. Lola's trying to get some crazy role because she was an actress. It was probably Tori Vega. It was probably that role. Tori Vega. And then, like, Quinn is being crazy and everyone's mad at her. And Michael's being wild. And they all pretend to be dead to scare Chase. And then, chasing Zoe. Chaos. So, Chase is like, I love Zoe. She's in England now. She's going to school in England. I have to go. And he goes. And Zoe comes home to PCA. So they did a little switcheroo. And I thought that was wacky because whose parents are going to let them go all the way to England for school? And his roommate's name was Colin. Not Colin, but Colin. Colin. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one, one I remember is Chasing Zoe, but I feel like the quarantine one just sounds wackier. Mm-hmm. I'm going to agree. Okay. I'm just going to do that. Okay. My next shows. We're going to start with Victorious. Uh, we're going to start with the one where Rex dies he gets uh, swept up in this little wind machine, and, well, he gets destroyed because he's just a puppet. And, you know, they take him to the hospital. They think, like, maybe this is best. You know, he's a, this is a teenager being obsessed with a puppet. Maybe we should just, like, let him let him go. Time to cut ties. Um, but Tori said, I'm not doing that because I'm the main character and I have to do the right thing. Um, and she's like, guys, he's alive. Which, I think this is where we kind of see that it's... Because there is, like, this theory that Rex is alive. Isn't he, like, a demon? I don't know. I've never heard that theory, but... <laughs> I think this is where I can see, like, it's really Robbie, like, kind of subconsciously controlling Rex. Because Rex really was destroyed. And he was dead. But then, once Tori's like, he's alive, like, Robbie... It's just like, oh, like, he just starts coming back to life out of nowhere, even though she wasn't really playing. So, I think it is Robbie. Maybe it's a grief coping mechanism. Maybe That's Robbie lost someone. That's what I think it is. And then we have Beck's RV. You know, the classic one. They all get stuck in his RV, and they can't get out because a trailer or, like, a big truck parked near uh, against the door. Mm-hmm. And it's hot. They drink some goldfish water. They put, they take it around that cap. That tiny little fan. Mm-hmm. Catherine yep. Obvious. Yep. I have to vote for RV. Yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. I just think Rex dies. It's a little sad. It's a little melancholy. Um, and then we have Big Time Rush. Now, this was my show back in the day. I love this show. Uh, 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 uh. We have the Jordan Sparks episode. You know, I don't remember this one that well, but I do remember this part. 
The boys are trying to impress Joe. You know, Joe was Kendall's girl. Oh, yeah. But she came in, and everybody wanted to be with her. And she always looked 12 to me. I'm just saying. Like, I look back at episodes, and I'm like, she looks young. I'm going to look her up. Sure to talk about the second episode. Oh, the second episode. Okay, second mm-hmm. episode. So, Gustavo is like, boys, you, na- you ain't going to that Palmwood school that looks all fun. You're going to stay here with me. I don't know if this is... Um, verified. I don't know if I'm qualified to have a school here, but you're having one anyways. So he hires a WWE champion to be the school teacher, and he's, you know, he doesn't like germs. He doesn't like people throwing up. So the only way the boys can get out of class is if they use corn chowder as vomit and vomit. Icky. Yeah, vomit everywhere. Hideous. Mm-hmm. Um, so of those two, I guess based on the, the factors, I would say the gross has mm-hmm. the wacky factor. Yeah. So, we're going to go WWE Smackdown? We're going to go WWE, boy. Okay. And then we have True Jackson VP. A.K.A. the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I would just like to say the whole plot in general. I guess, like, the first episode. So, you know, True Jackson, she just, she's, so, she's so stylish. She's a 15-year-old girl just living her life. And um, this... I guess, president of this fashion magazine is like, I want you to be my next vice president. And she says, well, I'll have to ask my mom, but that sounds great. (laughs) Really? I watched the trailer. That's what she says. (laughs) And, um, just the whole, who would hire a 15 year old to be a vice president of a company? When you're a fashion queen, like true, Girl, I gotta show you some of these pictures I saw of her outfits on the show. I'm like, I love Kiki Palmer. And then her boyfriend that worked there that was in the mailroom, Robbie. Oh, yeah. He was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother, or not brother, cousin, I think, is Arrow. The Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did know I that. Ke- I keep saying brother because they kind of look alike in some way. Um, and then I think he was on The Flash. Robbie was. He was also on this show that got canceled that was called, I want to say Tomorrow People, but I could be wrong. No idea. But the second episode, I think this is like the second or third episode of True Jackson VP. Um, you know, Dakota North, famous supermodel. I remember this episode. Yep, she's, she's the same age as True Jackson. And she comes up and she's all bratty and True Jackson. She's giving her a life lesson. She's like, you know what? Nobody's forcing you to do this. Girl, you go hang out with your friends. And Dakota's like, you know what? I think I'll do that. But then True's like, wait, we have a conference. You're supposed to be modeling at. Um, can you do this another day? But Dakota's like, mm-mm. Nope. So True decides, I'm going to pretend to be Dakota North, this white girl, <laughs> at the fashion show. And that's on being colorblind. Mm-hmm. Um... Which one shall we go with? Oh, Dakota. Yeah. Absolutely. Just on, um, who, isn't Logan Paul colorblind? Just on Logan Paul being colorblind. <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> this show is like the first TV appearance I ever saw Justin Bieber on, and that's when I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2009, it was a different time. Yeah. Good show, though. Mm-hmm. And then Sam and Cat. Don't remember that sh- uh, show that well, but. Never seen an episode. Um, there's an episode where they enter a texting competition against a kid they're babysitting, because that's the whole premise of the show. They babysit kids. Um, and the kid's mom it wants her son to win so badly that she super glues or tapes Sam's hand to a cat's foot. 
And that's Dan Schneider coming in. Oh, I hate it. Mm-hmm. And then the first episode we had, the pilot episode, you know, Kat, she falls in a dumpster. Sam rescues her. And then she go. Uh, Sam goes to, not Sam, Kat goes to visit Nona. We all know Nona. Um, and Nona's apparently supposed to be babysitting these kids, even though she lives in a nursing home or something. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Um, these three kids steal the electric wheelchair and go to it. It's supposed to be like an In-N-Out burger, and the manager faints from trying to chase them. And Sam and Cat perform CPR on him, and then he awards them with free cheeseburgers for life. Well, I support. They're both kind of wacky. Yeah, I think I support free cheeseburgers. So yeah, I feel like the dumpster one a lot happened. And that, what is it? I spit on the paper. I'm so sorry. Do not touch it to okay. spread germs. <laughs> okay. Keep your corona. My corona. Have you seen that TikTok where this kid is, he's like redneck kid, and he's like, I hope I get uh, the Lyme disease so I can get that's a lot of my corona. <laughs> is there one with the British kid, too? There probably is. He's, I thought that was so funny. He said, if I get coronavirus, can I get Lyme disease at the same time? Because everyone knows you can't have a corona without mm-hmm. a Lyme. And yep. then he turns to his friend, he's like, you're going to kiss me already. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Now, next, we're going to do this lightning round. Okay. So, we've got bullying against bullying. We got Trish, you know, having people call her ugly, mm-hmm. and then we got Riley inventing things in her head. Wait, what? You have to go these two. Yeah. Those are both bullying. That's sweet life. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I got the confused. It's okay. I got the confused. It's okay. Okay, so we have beauty pageant, you know, Taylor Swift mini me. Mm-hmm. And then we have Trish being bullied being bullied. I'm going with beauty pageant. I'm going with beauty pageant as well. Okay, lightning round. Okay, we have Raven's Halloween episode versus Riley Town. Oh, God. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna give this to you. I'm gonna let you decide, because honestly, I don't. Basing this on being sensical, I would say Halloween. But if we're basing this on chaos, I would say Riley Town. I mean, this is kind of chaotic. This is chaotic. Should we do Riley Town? Katie said she supports Riley Town. I'm just saying. Katie said she endorses the campaign of Riley Town. I are we are we okay with this? You know, it's a questionable choice, but sometimes they have to be made. It's already been written. (laughs) Um. Okay, and then we have Bob breaks his butt against the meatball episode. Meatball. Meatball. Okay. There's just something about that vegetarian eating that 10-pound meatball, that little Rocky and Cece cheering her on. Maybe it was Beyond Beef. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the chocolate slide versus the bra episode. Chocolate slide. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's turn it around. I think I'm taking the ACT and we have two minutes left. Yep, it's like yep. bubble and C. Okay, we have the RV and the WWE champion. RV. Okay. We have Dakota... I almost said Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Dakota North and Dumpster Dive. Ooh. I don't know. I'm going with Dakota. Just the fact that True thought she could impersonate Dakota. Is Dakota supposed to be like Dakota Fanning? I don't think so. Oh, well, okay. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Potentially. Maybe. 
Okay, we have Treehouse versus Mean Teacher. Oh, God. This is where I was getting a little worried. Treehouse versus Randy Jackson? How can you... Treehouse is meme-worthy, but Randy Jackson is wacky. I feel like Randy Jackson. I was about to say, like, just... Randy. We should just put Randy, but, you know, it's already (laughs) Mean Teacher. We should just put Randy. Randy. Okay, and we have Crushes versus Quarantine. I mean, not Why very does good. I feel like present day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go quarantine. Okay. Quarantine. I feel like Ned's declassified just wasn't as wacky. Uh-uh. I think the show was wacky, but it was hard to talk about the episode. Okay. We have Beauty Pageant versus Riley Town. I'm giving it to Riley. Yeah, but. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't actively watching enough, but I swear to God. I'm going to go back and rewatch that episode. I swear if Riley Town wins this, I'm going to flip. <laughs> we have Meatball versus Chocolate. Two foods squared up. Okay, oh. let's think about this. Okay. So, we have a vegetarian eating a 10-pound meatball. Cece's helping a little bit. She even puts a little piece of meatball into this kid's hoodie as he's leaving. But then we have Selena just like sliding down that chocolate side, eating those chocolate cups. I'm. S- I gotta give it to Selena for the performance. Yeah, she was flinging those arms. She's rolling around that chocolate. You know those stains did not come out. Mm-hmm. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. We have RV versus Dakota. RV, RV. Yeah. <laughs> no thoughts. RV. We have Mean Teacher versus Quarantine. Mean Randy. Yeah. Well, we keep I keep saying mean teacher. It's Randy. Randy. Mean teach. Oh my god. It's R versus R. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, well, we have Riley Town versus Chocolate. It has to be Riley. <laughs> okay. No. I cannot believe that Riley Town's gonna go this far. Chocolate is like crazy, but Riley Town doesn't make any sense. Mm. What if we watched the episode back and we got it? Like we were maybe everyone's out there like it's actually a really simple plot line. <laughs> and we're just dumb. RV versus Randy. Oh it's, it's Randy. It's so Randy. I love RV though. But like just because you love RV, like okay, RV, it could make sense. In some way. It could happen. Robbie putting his head in that fish tank. It could happen. But, like, the Randy thing, it we just, we didn't see it coming. Are you saying it has to go to Randy? It has to go to can Randy. Can we, can we paper, rock, scissors? Rock, paper, rock, paper, can I just, scissors? It has to be Randy. Can I? Okay. Best two out of three? Okay. Dang, it's art <laughs> being this way. I'm just saying, it's it has to be. I'm sorry. If you really wanted to be Randy, it could be Randy. But I'm just saying. Oh my gosh. Okay, Riley Town versus. This is a horrible final. Do you, you want to do Riley Town versus Randy? They're all ours. That's funny though. Um, no, let's just go with it. I just want to see, like, now I can't choose. <laughs> Oh my god, Riley is sad because she's like, it was humiliated. But like, compared to RV, it's like, come on. It's art. I don't know. 
I'm I'm giving it to RV. Are you really? Girl, you got to choose RV for... I'm, even I'm just saying, just because the plot doesn't make any sense doesn't mean it's wacky. I think it's, compared to RV, it's... Come on, we have to give something to Dan Schneider. I'm going to give it to RV. It's got to get... Dan Schneider's got to win this. It was wacky that Beck lived in that RV. It was wacky that there was no AC. Yeah. It was wacky that Ariana Grande yeah. was out here shaking it around with some boys eating snow cones but when we, her friends were suffocating and dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we know the real winner is Dan Schneider. Uh, duh, Catherine Obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, there we go, guys. It's great. This is so anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, I think either way, Dan would have been the winner, whether it be RV, iCarly. It, it's he would have won anyway. Randy, of course. I mean, but good for Riley Town getting this far. Good for Randy making it that far. Yeah, I mean, a good for Girl Meets World for not meaning to be wacky, but you got this far just on bad writing. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That's on Riverdale. Yep. I'm going to go watch that episode when I get home. Mm-hmm. I think she may be available on Netflix. I think she is. Mm-hmm. Wow, guys. This has been quite an eventful episode. Should we take a quiz now? I guess. Yeah. For old times. Mm-hmm. We're taking a quiz titled, Sorry, if you're under 20, there's no way you're passing this Disney versus Nickelodeon character quiz. Oh, how well do you really know your Disney from your Nickelodeon shows? By Angelica Martinez, a BuzzFeed staff member. Thank you, Angelica. Thank you. She is biased. We all oh, know she was a regular yep. stand. Yep. It's so funny because we, my dad and I made like a similar joke yesterday because some, somehow the name Angelica got brought up and he's like, she's not a rug rat. <laughs> so that's weird. I don't know where that joke came from. I don't know what we were talking about. Me but and Papa Doll are on the same wavelength. Mm, the same yeah. energy. Yep. So, I don't know how we're going to describe this. Should I just say the name? Sure. Um, was this character from a Disney or Nickelodeon show? I mean, I'm not going to repeat the questions because they're all the same. So, he's a plumber. He's wearing glasses. And his name tag says Arwen. One, two, three. Disney. Disney. That's Arwen from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Now I'm going to be honest. I know this actress. I just cannot remember for the life of me. I know her name. I know this is Christian Saragas. She is Lisa Zemo. One, two, three. Ned. Ned. <laughs> oh, I was going to say show. I was like Ned's to... Wasn't she on Ned's to classify? Uh-huh. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, oh, Wait. It's as low as it's going to go. You, how do you do this? What space machine is this? Is this a cassette player? Do you wanna, yeah. Katie's living in other dimensions. I don't use it. <laughs> um, you know, she is my girl, uh, Rosita, on The Walking Dead. Rosita? Rosita. I used to think... Wait. Don't call me stupid for asking this question. Okay. Is this Angela? Yes, it is. <gasps> okay, I didn't, I didn't know if it was the same woman. I thought maybe they just looked similar. Yep. Okay. Who is this, Taylor? Everyone's favorite movie theater manager, mm-hmm. Helen. One, One two, two, three. three. Nick. Nick. Oh. This is our boy. You know, charge of that surf bar thing. 
um, you know, has a crush on Miley Stewart, everyone's favorite petite Hispanic boy, Rico. One, One two, two, three, Disney. Disney. You know, his brother in real life was on Kicking It. Wow. Mm-hmm. He played Jerry. Never saw that. I think they're friends with Willow and Jaden Smith, question mark. Okay. Uh, oh, I know this I one. I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> it's Larry Trudgman. Everyone's favorite tattletale. I have no idea. One, two, three, Disney. Disney. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. Okay. I don't remember Lizzie McGuire that that well. That's a disgrace. I mean, to I me watched Hillary. Oh, what? And Hillary. Oh, I thought you said and hey, and I was like, what? And Hathaway. Okay. Oh, this is our quirky. Oh my gosh, that braid, I swear. Oh my god, the headbands, the braids. Um, you know, it looks like she has a towel hanging behind her. Uh, she would just go, one, two, two three, three, Nick. Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. It's Quinn Pinsky. Quinn. Oh my gosh, if only I knew the whole name. Our favorite bellhopper. Esteban Julio Ricardo Montoya De La Rosa Ramirez. She knows it. One, two, two three, Disney. And no, it's not the bellhop from Jesse. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Nope. He doesn't have epaulets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we all remember this lady. Everyone's favorite mean, smarty pants science girl. And I say lady because look how she's dressed. She said that's on being conservative. Mm. One, two, two three, three, Nick. Nick. It's Mindy Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, okay. I was like, who? <laughs> Everyone's favorite mean girl duo. Mm-hmm. The Is it the a- Amber and Ashley? Mm-hmm. Amber and Ashley. Doesn't she look kind of like the girl from Camp Rock? The, um... She was like one of the backup dancers or whatever. It could be her. It could be. But I'm thinking this is like two different eras. Where is this girl from? Because she was in something else. Oh, girl, I don't know. One, two, three, Disney. Disney. Yep. TV experts. Wow, we're TV experts. Hug me, brother. You got most of these right. Nice job. (laughs) We got all of them right. What are you talking about? (laughs) It says you got most. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. What's supposed to be talking about? They're wrong. They're incorrect. You have a great memory and definitely should reward yourself by rewatching one of these classic shows. Which one would you rewatch? Um, out of all these, hmm, let me look back. Maybe Drake and Josh. Agree, agree. Yeah. There were some kids at my school last semester who had to create a religion for a class that they were in. And, you know, to create a religion or a belief or whatever, you just have to have three followers. Mm-hmm. So they created the religion of Drake and Josh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was there, like, a specific term? Drake and Joshian? <laughs> I don't know. And then, they like, there was something about they had to have a ritual or whatever. Because, you know, like, religion, you got those practices, whatever. And there's involved a sacrifice. Would you have to sacrifice a I Disney show? I think it was sacrifice a freshman on a college campus. You had to sacrifice them mm. to the the Josh Wards or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, if any of you Drake and Joshonians out there 
can clarify this religious debate, please let me know. How many followers did they get? I think at least four to five. Only four to five? Come I'm on, not let's sure. Ra- let's raise that up a little bit. I was not in the class, so I don't know how mm-hmm. devout their following was, but th- these were just conversations I overheard. Is, is there a text I can follow, or is, that it, or is it just Drake and Josh, the TV show itself? I would love to know all these details. Uh, me too. I'm like, is there a Bible equivalent? A Torah? That's what I'm wondering. I guess that I guess they're just thinking like Drake and Josh itself is the is the Bible of this religion. Are there like certain garments I have to wear to like ceremony? Like, do I have to put on low rise jeans? Do I have to attend like some sort of ceremony, like a church type of deal? What show, like, or like, what day is it on? Is there a gathering? Yeah, is there like um, a Lord's Supper? Is there holidays to be prepared for? <laughs> Someone let me know. I think I have half a brain cell. Okay. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. And follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll and check out our website, CourageDollPodcast.wigsite.com slash now playing. And if you don't have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us CourageDollPodcast at gmail.com and subscribe. Bye! Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh, my voice just said we're not doing that today. <laughs> and that's on Randy not wow. giving you the tickets to Hollywood. Mm.